seeking collaborations with influential people. At GZPR, we create passion-fueled collaborations that go beyond traditional representation, a performance agency that onboards new clients every month. Our focus is on POC collaborations. Contact us now at hellogzpr.com, a self-aware public relations agency exploring world perspectives with leading talents. Hello and welcome. My name is Tiffany Farag and welcome to Get to Know You, a podcast for those who want to open conversations and access deeper dialogue, where conversations can become stronger when we explore our thinking and behavior. Every Tuesday, a new question will be asked to a guest speaker. Genuine people here to have insightful conversations. My next guest speaker was born and raised in Sydney, Australia, but currently resides in Perth. He not only has a degree in medical science, but also a doctor of dental medicine. I've had the pleasure of getting to know him over the past seven years. I would call this man a social being who loves to truly get to know others. His humor is infectious. He can keep discussions light, but also enjoy a deep dive into vulnerable conversation. Welcoming Adrian Sharoni to Get to Know You. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> how are you going? Good, good. How are you going? Not too bad. I got a bit of a tricky last name there. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I struggled a little bit. Don't <laughs> so worry, man. Compared to everything I've ever heard in my life, that's actually pretty good. I uh, <laughs> I once had a maths teacher that just didn't bother trying, and then there was like a police commissioner called Scipioni, and he decided to just call me Scipioni for the rest of the year. <laughs> Because he couldn't. It was just a bit too, yeah. I'm like, wait, I, I, I practiced saying this before and then for some reason I, I just paused. But then it came to me. Oh, okay, so uh, the question today <clears throat> is what is our role in life? We're going to take this question into a few different directions. Of course, it could be taken in many others. But we're just going to take this where, where our thoughts may lead us. So, Adrian, when you – when I first gave you this question, what did you? What came to your mind? Uh, holy shit, this is a big one. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Um, what came to my mind? I think when we first discussed it, we were talking about um, purpose, purpose in life. And um, funny that you say role, because you know that was the next kind of word that came into my mind as well. It's like, okay, purpose could also be a role. It could be all sorts of stuff. Um, like meaning. Yeah, and then eventually we kind of came to meaning. Um, what came to my mind, I think, yeah, it's just it's a massive topic and um, it's going to be interesting to break it down. Absolutely, absolutely. So let's start with do we need purpose or meaning in life to survive or to have a healthy life? I think, yeah, generally, yes, we do. Um, and the thing is, like, meaning is going to be different for everybody and how you get meaning Um will be different in your life as well, um, or different stages. What do you reckon? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, uh, as we're going through our different stages in life, as you just pointed out, meaning it becomes different. It changes what we find meaning in or a purpose or whatever we or our role in life changes over time. But I think there's this general 
many, many research and studies and journal articles were suggesting that the presence of meaning is has a strong correlation with greater well-being. And studies that suggest this, on the other hand, there are theories that suggest we humans just exist and have no purpose or are not meant to have a purpose. But does that mean not having meaning in life alters our well-being? Um, so, I, I kind of agree that, yeah, we don't have a purpose. Like, yeah, we're not born with a purpose. It's something that we find ourselves and we determine ourselves. Um, but I still think you can find meaning even though, you know, or purpose, even though we're not born with it or, you know, we do just exist, you can still find it. I think, I think, of course, yeah, you can still find it. I, I feel that there, if the, that, like, for example, for myself, I find that if I don't have some kind of meaning or dry, like, if I don't feel joy in something that I'm finding meaning in, I find it difficult to have this, like, sustainable well-being or happiness that yeah. joy, sustainable <clears throat> joy within. Yeah. But once I, I feel that I have something that I have meaning in and I feel, for me, for me, it doesn't, and it, it varies in degrees with different people. So for me, if the if I do have this meaning in whatever it may be, I have this sustainable feeling of joy within. It's yeah. not about being happy all the time because that's a whole other topic, but it's sustainable joy to just go throughout my days. Yeah. No, I think um, you're onto something there, like, why would it be why would it bring um better well-being like yeah like i think it brings you happiness you know motivation direction you know and ultimately it kind of gives your life value um i think it comes down to that like meaning why do we want it because we want value yeah that's an absolute great point you point out there value yeah we value in our value in our lives essentially like we when you have meaning in your life you have value yeah. Like, does that stem back down to self-worth? Like, you feel like you're worthy of whatever it may be. Like, I find if you have strong meaning, you have strong will to live every day. And, and yeah, it stems down to your value in life or also your value as a person to yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially to yourself. I think I think that's probably the most important thing. Like, I, sometimes I think people go out and see what other people do and they're like, oh, my God, they're doing all this and I should be able to achieve something similar. And I actually don't think that's healthy. I think you've you got to pick something or do something that brings you happiness that you're happy with and you don't compare yourself with others because I think, yeah, that's not going to work. Yeah, that's a big one there. I think a lot of people, we all fall into that pit where we start comparing ourselves or um, our successes and things like that to other people and, like, lose that meaning and lose that that you know, centered in thing for us and and we focus too much about the other people around us who aren't necessarily around us, but we see from a distance who we're like, oh well, you know, they're clearly successful or they're clearly this and I'm not I don't, you know, you know, have my own meaning in life. Yeah, especially in the age of social media, you know what I mean? But now we're kind of bordering like a slightly different topic where the fear of missing out and all that stuff. But yeah, like sometimes, you know, people brag about what they're achieving and all that stuff and you, you only see the good stuff and um, you don't really see what else is going on behind the scenes. And that could give you a sense of like, oh, my life's not that great or I'm not really doing anything or blah, 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 you know? Um, so yeah, coming back to the point, I think it's yeah, really important that it's focused on you. What makes you happy? What kind of achievement or what meaning that you would like who cares if it's small compared to others? 
Absolutely. It's not a matter of like size. It's not like, oh, this person's done this and this is so grand and my what I find meaning is insignificant. I think that's what we have to do. It's not a measure of measuring it to other people's purpose or, yeah. or successes. I was actually wondering, when it comes to meaning, how do you break that down? Because I kind of break that down into two categories and then kind of multiple things under each category. But mm-hmm. I was wondering, uh, so I'm going first? Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. So for me, the two main things, uh, one, something that gives you p- the impression that you're progressing through life or you have direction. And the other one is a sense of identity. Um, and then like when I break them down further, so like that progress or direction category, I'd say, you know, having goals, stuff that you want to achieve, um, even a task, you know, having a task to complete, it may not necessarily be something that, you know, it's similar to goals, but it sometimes can be different um, or like a chore. Like, okay, so for example, um, people want to be fit and, you know, keep themselves healthy. So their task is to invest and, you know, in themselves and all that or goals like creating a project or learning about something you've always wanted to learn about. Uh, another thing could be, well, I think actually making connections can be both in sense of identity and progress because you are constantly making new connections with new people. And I think that that also gives you a sense of progress. And then, um, yeah, they're the main ones there. And then for sense of identity, I think sometimes people go for like a purpose or a big one for me is a sense of belonging. Um and also, you know, we go through life with different roles. Like we mentioned earlier, um, a role is important, whether that's your job, whether that's something you do or whether, you know, that's, you know, being a dad, a mom or whatever, you know, like I think, yeah, they're the two main categories and the things that I kind of place that I've kind of quickly brainstormed and went, that's what I think gives meaning. But yeah, what do you reckon? Yeah, I like that. I actually enjoyed that breakdown that you have there. I like that direction and identity is where we find meaning and like sense of belonging. I actually like agree with agree with a lot of what you just shared there. Um, I guess for me, when I'm thinking of meaning, I'm thinking of in a big way direction. Yes, like something I can I want to be doing long term for me, like meaning now and meaning meaning in, in five years, meaning it the same in 10 years, in 20 years. That's my sense of meaning or, or for myself. Yeah. For myself. And that's how I'm looking at it, more of a, like a big picture. I think a lot over the years, um, you know, I'm almost 30, but like, I'm, it's, I know it's young, but <laughs> over the last year, over the last 10 years, my, my path or, or, or identity in finding meaning has changed significantly multiple times. Like, you know, I I wanted to be one thing in the past and it's just like it didn't really fit. Or if I, I achieved or if I achieved it, it still it was great, but it didn't fit it didn't it was a success or a or a completion, but it wasn't it wasn't a journey that I wanted to to, I couldn't see long term. I'm trying to understand this one here. So, like previously, your meaning was you achieved something, or like you had something that you wanted to achieve, and you got there, but then it wasn't long term, and you're feeling like you're lacking because of that. 
what lacking necessarily, but it wasn't something that I could see myself doing long term. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't something that I'm like, okay, this is great, but something you, still missing. So for you, meaning for you is especially important that it runs deep into your life. It's something that will run, you know, yeah. for a good span of time. Yeah, that's fair right. enough. Yeah, that for me, that's what meaning is for me. And I think, um, you know, a big part of that is doing these podcasts. And it just definitely like it's something I've been thinking about <clears throat> for a long period of time. But it wasn't, you know, the podcast stemmed from me having open conversations with people and and it's something that I I find like you know there's so much energy that is so unique to that feeling of you know diving deep with somebody that you just feel you're just on this other high and it's, it's something beautiful. that it doesn't happen so frequently and it, and I was seeking it more and I wanted to to see, like, I, I wanted to find people who were able to have these conversations. I'm like, I just want to have conversations like this. And it wasn't happening. It wasn't happening. And I don't no. think it happens for many people. It's something that occasionally happens. You're making meaningful connections. That's what it is. Like, exactly. I think that that feeling is quite literally connecting with someone in a meaningful way. And like a lot of life, you know, we're so busy doing all sorts of stuff or, you know, whether that's work or going out or whatever we're not re we're connecting on a superficial level and like when you really get to know you or get to know someone um yeah. and you and you yeah when you connect on that deeper level that's that's beautiful and i think that's also something that's really important for me um as well like it's a, it's a big one like uh, you know essentially <clears throat> like humans crave connection that's our ultimate thing and and i was just seeking it more and more and and it, I, I didn't want to just have it on a super superficial level. I just couldn't. Yeah. No, I get you, man. I get you. And you'll find out later on when I talk about one of my stories. Um, but that's probably for later. But, um, yeah, <laughs> when, it, when it comes to meaning, like, I think why we create it, like, one of the reasons, we, we're just not comfortable just existing. You know what I mean? Like, like, don't get me wrong. You can do it for a day or whatever or a short period of time. But over a, over a long period of time, if you're just existing and there's just no direction in your life, you don't have – nothing's really progressing and you're kind of just like, I'm not comfortable with this, you know? And uh, I'm not sure if it's, like, evolutionarily – like, I don't know if it's because of that. You know, we're always either, like, we have to get food because we're hungry or we had threats or whatever and we're always busy yeah. – um, or whether, I don't know, man, like sometimes when you've got an idle mind, you start thinking all sorts of crazy stuff. And, um, yeah, it's yeah, just and, not, it's not and then we end up going into that direction of I, I need some meaning. I need yeah. I need something. Yeah. So that, I think, you know, brings me down to the my next thing. That Victor Frankl, actually, you know, Victor Frankl's book, very famous, Man's Search for Meaning, and his experience in, you know, Germany's World War II concentration camps convinced him of the importance of finding a purpose for living. He wrote that those who found some meaning or purpose were more likely to survive the concentration camps. Now, when we're talking about search for meaning, there is actually evidence in studies that showed that it was actually correlated with less happy, which was very interesting. So people who were searching for meaning for long periods of time were less happy but there was a variation in different cultures take this study that i found with um 
uh, study a meaningful life in Japan and United States. That was the title of the, the article. And it showed that the presence of the meaning in life was important in both of these in cultures, Ameri- Americans and Japanese culture, uh, although the means did differ. But there was a difference between the search for meaning and well and well-being differed significantly in these two cultures. So people who were searching for meaning in Japan tended actually to be happier, whereas in the United States, those who were searching for meaning were less happy. I found that very interesting that it differs so much among cultures. That is. That really is. Because, okay, like, so for me, I completely understand how, you know, the search for meaning is correlated with, like, a lesser well-being or something like that. Because I think you only get that desire for meaning when you lack it. You know what I mean? And that's why you're not feeling the best. Um, You don't notice it when you have it. Like when you've got that meaning in your life, you're just kind of content. And then all of a sudden things change and, yeah, you're kind of just a little bit miserable and you're like, I'm not happy. And I think that desire to, you know, that desire you feel is probably a sign, yeah, you're not happy and it's a push um, to make you make some changes. Yeah, absolutely. Make some changes, and yeah, and it was yeah. It's interesting that although the more you were searching for meaning, the less happy you were. But if you were searching for meaning, the study was saying that if you were searching for meaning in like not all the time, but like along your, you know, if you you were searching for meaning for a short period of time and then you found meaning, then that was your more you you know you you had this more sense of greater well-being but if you were always consistently searching for meaning and searching and searching and searching and still not coming to your misery yeah you're because you never found it you never found it so you've you've lived through life without not only without it but the need and the want for it and you just never found it and like like i said we're not comfortable just existing and that person or whoever those people kind of in that situation, that'll be talking. Like, it's horrible. But I find it really fascinating that in Japan, the search for meaning was correlated, like, it's a bit more positive, um, mm. which which must mean it's coming about in a different context. Like, I could relate to the, you know, the search when you're, you're lacking in the meaning and you're not exactly happy. That I find very relatable. So I... I would really love to hear their perspective, to be honest, um, because I'm just yeah, thinking like, be nice yeah, why? Yeah, Japanese point of view. Why do they? They yeah, like you said, they must be. They're looking at it obviously in a different way. Mm. Maybe yeah, maybe it's a different way. Maybe they don't wait until they're lacking it. Maybe they're already kind of content with life, and they're kind of going, okay, what else can I add? You know, what I mean, mm. rather than waiting for the lull where they're kind of miserable. I can kind of relate to this. I've got a story, you know, about that. But share the story. So pretty much, I was experiencing something similar. Um, of probably the end of last year, beginning of this year, um, and probably a little bits earlier on as well. And like, I was really feeling that loneliness. You know, what I mean, like real loneliness, and like my family, and you know the the longest friendships and the closest friendships I have, they're all over East. They're in Sydney. Um, you know, I've been single for about a year and a bit and I live alone. So, you know, when I'm not at work, a lot of the time I've got no one around me. It's just silence. You know what I mean? Um, then, like I said earlier, like making meaningful connections is important for me. And I, I was just really struggling to do that. I wasn't meeting new people. Um, 
I was trying to figure out why. And I think like, you know, I'm kind of in a closed system and, you know, work, most of the nurses, um, pretty much they're all older than me, um, bar two, um, but we won't get into those two. Then, uh, you know, it's hard to make friends. You can't really make friends with your boss because you got to main, they got to maintain that kind of social hierarchy. You know, they're the boss. And then the other dentists that I work with, they're nice, but, you know, I don't think we're on the same stage of life. You know, one just got married, the other one's about to get married. Um, and we also got lots of different interests. Like we're not, nothing really in common. So you can't, they kind of like, when it comes to making friends with patients, it's not exactly encouraged. And you definitely, definitely can't date a patient. You know what I mean? So, uh, <laughs> so it, all, all of a sudden, like, okay, most people probably meet others or make new friends or make partners at work, and that's a complete no-go for me. And then, like, I looked at myself and like, well, I still got friends, like, in Perth. Like, I got my mates from dentistry. And but it, it, something's just not right about that either. And I just feel like it, it's probably, again – a different stage in life. A lot of my friends are a lot older than me. Um, like you, I'm 29. Um, wait, you're 29, 28? 29. 29, okay, cool. Because it said almost 30, and I, I was pretty sure we're the same Almost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're um, so, yeah, so, you know, I'm 29. You know, I got mates out of 50, 37, mid-30s, 40, you know, all that stuff. They're much older than me. Um, they're at a different stage of life. You know, I'm I'm wanting to get out, meet new people, kind of feel that youth around me. And I, I feel like the motivation isn't there for them. And, um, yeah, it's kind of become stale. And life just really, really became stale. Um, and I felt trapped. I kind of felt trapped in this world where everything's kind of working against me. Um, and then as soon as I heard myself say that, I was like, okay, now, now you're starting to have a pity party. Um, so okay. I had to do something about it. But, like, you can contrast it with um, university. University was the complete opposite. It was beautiful. You know, we had people in the same stage of life. We're all, like, going for university degrees. Um, there were new people everywhere. Like, I lived at college, so you met new people all the time. And there was a constant supply of new people. You can make new connections, good friendships. Um, everyone would love to go out. And it was just like one of the happiest times. It probably was the happiest time of my life university. You know what I mean? Like I really, really enjoyed it. And then you jump into this other world, which is the complete opposite. And especially after, you know, being single for a year, living alone and all that stuff, like, fuck, sometimes you start thinking like, you go to some weird areas, man. Like you start thinking like, oh man, like is my life, is is it, is it really that important? Like, does it really matter if I die? And like, fuck, it's like, really meaningless what's the point to all this shit and like you ponder these questions because there's you've got no one but your own company and yeah so and i was talking to one of my friends recently that he lives alone as well and he said he started to have the same thing as well so maybe i don't know maybe it's been by yourself an idle mind i don't know um so then i then you know then i try to put in some changes once i realized i was like okay yeah i'm in a shitty situation but i can't use that as an excuse so i kind of um invested more time in the hobbies already had like astronomy absolutely love it and i've got a group um that are trying to teach me astrophotography um so yeah i spent more time in that i got into new hobbies like photography um which i really enjoy doing and there's like i even bought a drone which is so much fun and there's a lot more like room for improvement there so you know i've got direction i can measure my progress um and you know i've always had this curiosity about the world how it works what has come before me and all that stuff and we've spoken about this and now i'm trying to um 
not only just learn about it, but now I've kind of got the idea of a, a project um, that I want to accomplish. So I think I initially got on top of the um, progress slash direction side of meaning. Like it brought a lot more happiness. You know, once I've got these interests, you know, I just, I love learning new things. I love getting better at stuff. And like, I was, I don't know, maybe I was, maybe I wasn't. I never really considered myself artsy, but you know, the whole photography side of things and like, it was something new. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but something was still missing. And that was the um, sense of belonging and uh, meaningful connection. And yeah, so I decided, you know, I was going to start dancing. I, I went, fuck it, let's do it. So <laughs> I, because I, I love my music, you know, I, I can't dance with shit, but it doesn't stop me and it's embarrassing, oh. but you know, it happens. Um, <laughs> I won't lie, I enjoy it. So I thought, you know, it's something I've always wanted to do. I never really had the balls to go and do it. Um, I thought, fuck it. All right, so hip-hop dancing, went there, didn't know a single person, but the idea was like, one, just push yourself out of your comfort zone. And then I kind of got to meet people and it was really, really good. Uh, I made some new friends um, and unfortunately got interrupted by like the summer holidays and all that stuff. But we're progressing to like a more meaningful group. Like it was the same small class every time and we were starting to build that connection. That was really nice. It's like, cool. You know what I mean? And um, unfortunately, after that, then we came back and there was, they restructured it and then all of a sudden there was like 40, 50 people in a class and you never really got to bond with people as much. And um, then this whole COVID thing came as well. So it got interrupted twice. So I never <laughs> succeeded there. Um, but yeah, the whole idea and what I'm trying to do, I guess, is, you know, put myself in a situation where I can meet new people and hopefully I can develop those meaningful connections. And, you know, if I do find people that I feel like I'm in the same stage of life, we have similar interests or stuff like that, then I might get my sense of belonging. You know what I mean? And then the other side of things, like if if I meet a partner as well, that'd be fucking great. And that opens up a whole new set of um, things, you know. But, yeah. That side's still kind of lacking at the moment, you know. I haven't really got that sense of belonging, which I always had in Sydney. You know, I had my family. I had my friends that I've known since I was five. Like, mm-hmm. I definitely belong. Um, yeah. Do you have anything yeah. similar? Well, actually, yes, I do. I'll go into that. But before that, well, what stops you, if your sense of belonging and feeling of that is back in Sydney, what stops you from going back there? Uh, yeah, this is the argument I always kind of have with parents, sisters, etc. Um, so, <laughs> look, I always tell them if it's the people that I love in Sydney, right, and that gives me the sense of belonging. But the city itself, no offense to any Sydney siders listening, it's just trash. Like, <laughs> I, I, I just, I, I used to love it, and I came to Perth, and I was like, what the hell is this place? There's nothing here. I hate Perth. And then. <laughs> I I realized it's it's beautiful, man. All of a sudden, you start to realize how stressed everyone is in Sydney. When I go there, they are so stressed out. Everything's cramped. You're all, like, compared to here, you're all living on top of each other. You know, I mean, the apartments are going up everywhere. The roads are so small, narrow, traffic everywhere. People are like always losing their shit at each other. And on top of that, you want to buy a shit house nowhere near the city you've got to travel half hour 40 minutes to get to the city you've got to pay a million dollars for it are you serious man by the time i like pay that off like i'm it's just you have to work your absolute ass off Mm. and you get so much less and live in 
poorer quality conditions. But then, then comes the family side of thing. Well, that is the better side of it. But it's it's just really hard. I'm just like, it's a decision I've struggled with for a long time. I've told myself until I know what I want, I'm just going to stay in Perth. I love the city a lot more. It's a lot more spacious, less crowded. Um, people are a lot less stressed. You know, you don't notice it initially until you've been here for a while and you have lived here for a yeah, while. Yeah, more it, relaxed in Perth. Yeah, you know I mean? and it's just, it's man, and you can buy a house, you know, not far from the city at all, probably 15 minutes from the city for like, and a decent house, like probably 600,000, you know, and it's a really, really nice house, you know, and like I'm 15 minutes from the city. I've got an awesome strip. I can pretty much visit all my friends because I'm pretty central. And it's like half the price. It's like yeah. you don't need that added stress financially as well. Yeah. And I kind of, when I talked about this stuff, I always kind of compared it to the lone wolf. Um, a lot of people kind of uh, talk about the lone wolf like some, you know, crazy predator, hunter, dangerous <laughs> bastard. You know I mean? But I, I don't, I don't see it that way. Like because I love wolves. Wolves like one of my favorite animals. Um, they are like very very similar to us they have a massive family kind of dynamic um you know the alpha provides for his pack he does everything he protects you know um he's built a life but then as as a young male you eventually leave your family um to form your own family and you go through the wilderness and you and i you know compare that to life you know it's like going through life alone until you kind of find your pack you know what I mean? And you, you build that beautiful life for yourself. And sometimes those uh, wolves kind of do return home, but they never get the chance to breed or have their own family. They're, it's not their pack. You know, they could be a member, but it's not your pack. Mm. And, like, part of me was always wondering, like, you know, I, I, I'm the lone wolf at the moment. I'm going through life, learning new things, going through new challenges, and I, I want to find my own pack. And... You know, if I go back home, am I becoming that wolf that's given up? Am I not? I don't know. Because um, I can still technically live on my own and do my own thing in Sydney, but it's just so much harder and it's not the type of lifestyle I want. Um, but, yeah, I kind of had this idea of uh, – because I'm more of a necklace guy rather than a tattoo guy. Um, I have all sorts – you know my question mark necklace. It's, it's, <laughs> it's infamous. Um <laughs> But, yeah, I was thinking about getting, like, a wolf necklace um, and, like, a wolf howling because, you know, when they howl, they're trying to locate each other and all that stuff, which is another, yeah. kind of, you know, analogy or metaphor. I don't know if I'm not very good at this stuff. But, you know, to try and find that significant other. And then when I found that person or had my own family, then maybe I can kind of have, like, a wolf pack necklace or something like that. It's yeah. a symbol of, like, <laughs> I finally found it. Um, but, yeah, in the longest way possible, I think I kind of answered your question. <laughs> Yeah, you did. I love that. I love how you went and that story that you just shared right now. That was just, I uh, really enjoyed that. Um, your question to me. What was your, yeah, what was that moment when you kind of felt like, fuck, I need meaning? I think I've always been searching for something, even at a younger age, but I just didn't know what. But for me, it's just you know, there were always things I wanted to do, but again, that's not meaning. Like wanting to go to places is not necessarily meaning. But I think just recently in the last, I would say, five years, um, there were more things about questioning, like what am I doing? What do I want? Where do I want to go? And that just started happening. And I think it just it tends to happen. It's like, you know, quarter-life crisis kind of moment. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and you sit there questioning so much of yourself and and just what you where do you want to go? And I think this period of time for me that we have at the moment has really like, you know, I started circling in on what it is I want to be doing like career wise more so. <laughs> so like my my career, as you know, is a podiatrist. Um, but I uh, but I'm not doing that at the moment as I live in Spain. And doing a doing a job here that that's not me as well. I'm just doing it so that I can live in this country. Actually, what um, are you doing? Because I I didn't ever find out. Oh well, I'm a I'm working as a language assistant teaching oh, English. Cool. Yeah, they call it that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So a language ambassador. <laughs> anyway, so that was great and enjoyable in like the first year I did it, and then I was just like, okay, it's fun and everything, but it's not me, and I feel like I'm not being you know, true to myself by just continuing to just do it. Yeah, like, but this time has been really good in allowing me to have more time with myself mm-hmm. and, you know, like, ask myself, like, like what matters? What really matters to me? What, what You know, I've always wanted to do, I wanted to do something meaningful, not just for me, but for others. Like, I, I, I need, I'm a person that needs to find meaning in 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 doing something for other people in like helping some other people in something where I'm getting something out of it as well as others that's yeah. when, that's meaning for me so I've had these projects in the past where I'm like okay and it was always stemming down to helping others better themselves or understand themselves and always my projects were relative to that and that's what I really realized that getting to know yourself getting to know oneself is so important and for me that's something I'm always doing and I'm always continually doing daily like in different kind of ways in readings and meditation and and and, um all kinds of things and and my conversations with others and opening my perspective and having things like that and it's something that I'm just there's so much I find so much joy and and meaning in it and my you know my connections with other human beings are so important to me and it's something I wanted to continue growing so I I, you know ideally I would like a career in doing this doing that yeah and yeah that to me is something that I think I will find I will you know never stop enjoying and I, I will feel for me it's fulfilling yeah doing this right now with you is is fulfilling for me I find so much meaning in this and you know it gives me so much direction as to where I want to go and sense of a sense of of community because you know I'm you know we're getting I'm learning more about you as you the story that you shared we're getting closer by doing this yeah you know our friendship is becoming stronger and you know that's essentially like I get you know a sense of community and and bring others to this community and show them hey there are other people who like to open these conversations up and also strive for meaningful connection you know and having those my cafe sessions on Thursday is is a sense of bringing others together bringing people together in in a way I know everyone's very far and and, and things like that but hearing different perspectives and or just you know you can become closer to other people when you understand other perspectives so this moment of silence that we've had like in a way it's been silent most you know uh, although like I don't live by myself, but I do spend a lot of my time um, at the moment in my room working on on different, re, you know, researching and things like that. And my housemates are Spanish, and um, uh, although we, we can communicate, we don't do that as frequently. Oh, the conversation really doesn't have much depth. 
(laughs) (laughs) But they're lovely people. They're really lovely. Um, So, yeah, this moment of just of with myself has, like, I I was somebody who enjoyed being, you know, it can can make the most of being on my own. Mm -hmm. And it's not something where I do find lonely, but there are moments of time that I do feel it. And exactly what you're talking about, that feeling Mm -hmm. of, of lonely but I think and you you sit there like you know thinking obviously you know when you do have a companion it makes things more enjoy more enjoyable life is more enjoyable said you know sometimes they make it worse too but it's always good and smooth sailing you sure sure um but yeah I haven't been in one really like a long term or anything that's as significant so um, it's something in the back of my mind. But, again, it's not something I'm, like, focusing on and, like, I found my sense of meaning and direction just with something I'm doing with myself or well, with other people, but it's not that need or that, that's that you know, that, you know, that strong, strong need to have. I think that's really important, you know, like finding that meaning within yourself. Even if you are, like, in a relationship, I think it's really important that, you know, both parties kind of already have that and makes it a lot more mm-hmm. smooth sailing. So, yeah, uh, exactly. When you do come together with someone who has that as well, with yeah. themselves. Hmm. Um, yeah, so I think it, I've just developed a lot of clarity with my thoughts and better better navigation as to as to my my personal meaning in life and where I want to where I want to go with it. Yeah. And yeah, and I I I was just talk speaking to someone the other that um, the other day. And, you know, we haven't really been working per se um, in the last two months and the next two months. Like, you know, we are working, but we're not really. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have three months where I don't have any work at all. So I've almost had half a year with no university and no work just to be with me, just to focus on myself and where I truly want to go. And I don't think in my, in my adulthood, like, this time will ever come back. Yeah, no. this is very unique. Very yeah. unique moment. It's it's a half a year to focus on on yourself, myself, and on my yeah, and my the, the direction that I want to go into, and like so many different things have been popping up, and um, you know, things are becoming clearer and clearer. I am <clears throat> becoming more into like, okay, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. This I found what I've wanted to do, which is something to me that's something really big because I've been searching for it like for a while. Right, and in many different ways. Sometimes I forget about it and then I come back to it again when you, a different thought pops up or a different, you know, idea comes to mind. Um, but now I've, like, really, like, circled in on this is what I want to do. This is yeah. giving, giving me meaning, giving me direction, give me, give me purpose, give me a role, whatever you want to call it. Mm. Make me feel satisfied in my life. Do you I think it would ever change? No. This you, in particular, you reckon it will never change? Like this is your meaning forever, and nothing else will be your meaning. Well, no, 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 no. Like other things will be added to it. I would yeah. say, like I would find meaning in, in other things too. But mm-hmm. this in particular, like having these conversations, doing these, opening these conversations, having Adult these podcasts, I will not lose joy yeah, in no. doing. It. I, I don't think me? you will. I no. Knowing you as long as I've known you, no, nah, no, nah, you you will keep doing this. Yeah, I, will I know. keep doing this. Exactly, exactly. So that's a big, big one for me. That that I, I'm so happy that like it again. A friend brought it to my attention. So. And I I think it's important people don't put too much pressure on finding that one purpose because 
you're not going to have it for your whole life. It will change. Life changes. You can't plan your life. Like you can, but you'll find out very quickly. You can't do it well. And this, like, this whole COVID thing is a perfect example. You know, stuff will happen and you can't plan it. And then, like, I would say what gave my life meaning when I was at, you know, high school was, you know, it was a task and the ta- or the goal to set my future up. Um, that's a boring task, you know, to study hard. You know what I mean? That's not something exciting or anything like that. But it gave me meaning and purpose and direction. And then, you know, you go for another part of your life, say you're a father or a mother, your purpose, you know, becomes invested in someone else. Like it, 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 You can't just have one equation and or one purpose. I think it changes so much. Sure, sure. Absolutely. I I agree with that. Like, interesting that you did point out, like, we're all going to have our own special kind of breakdown of what it is to us. That's why meaning for you is not meaning for someone else. What you're, you know, down within is going to be different. Yeah, and then stage of life is completely different and um, slightly off topic, but, like, one, one thing I kind of wanted to, like, say if your meaning is a goal, right and it's a long-term goal Mm. um like i i won't name who it is but someone i know and love very much um he spent his whole life you know working his ass off not only at work but he had a plan he had a plan of okay i'm gonna do this over a period of 20 years and it will get me to a point of success and all that stuff you know he's gonna have a beautiful house, which he always wanted, a beautiful car, which he always wanted, the ability to provide his family with whatever. And literally for like almost his entire adult life, he was working and working and working to achieve it. When he got there, he had no idea what to do with himself. All of a sudden, life had no meaning. He achieved it. And Mm -hmm. unfortunately, like, I, I think it's taken a turn for the worst. Like, he's drinking heavily daily, like, every day and this has been on for a long time you know he's pulled me aside a couple times saying you know adrian like nothing makes me happy anymore i just don't feel happiness and you know that's heartbreaking to see someone work their ass off the whole life to get there and once they're there what now and that it, it just shatters life just breaks apart and they're just yeah it it's scary and i think it's important that people don't put too much pressure on this is everything you know once you get to a certain place, you're going to have to reinvent meaning. And it's probably, like you said, like the search for meaning a little bit along the way, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Because if you put, whether you're searching and never find it or whether you have this one thing that you have to achieve your whole life and you spend every, then once you're there, all of a sudden life is meaningless and you don't know what to do with yourself because you never really set up any other goals or set up any other purpose. Like I don't think he has a lot of. That's exactly you set a goal, I guess. When you yeah. set like a thing you want to reach, but I guess when you find with meaning, it's something that you're taking on a journey. And yeah. Growing. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it like I said, it, it, meaning can come from so many different things. With him, it was his goal alone. That was it. Oh, okay. You know, and that's that's dangerous. You know, he. I don't think he had. I don't think he has a sense of purpose. I, mm-hmm. He. I don't think he has a sense of belonging either, because I. I could be wrong, but I don't see many friends around. You know, um, he's like he's a dad or whatever, but yeah. And I just feel there's a lot of other things that are lacking. Um, well, have you have you brought that to his attention? You're close, quite close with him, or you uh, you just 
you've allowed him to he shares this with you but then did you did you bring it to his attention that you know it's possible or to to look for meaning in other things or yeah when uh, you did when, he's aware of this I would first, say the first thing I told him is like you know first you, you need to kind of like it's okay to ask for help you know whether that's because you're really depressed or whether it's because you're I don't know why he's drinking every day whether he's drowning his sorrows passing time or just because he's depressed I don't know um mm-hmm. but yeah so first of time you know it's okay to ask for help but then you try and go I try to suggest a couple other things. Have you looked into like doing something like this or have you looked into exploring this or, you know, you never really traveled much in your life, you know, that's explore the world, you know, do all sorts of stuff, find a new passion, but I feel like he's given up. Um, and it, it's kind of sad. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's interesting you brought that up. Like, I guess that's very true. When people have a goal and they achieve that goal, it's like, oh, oh, no. And they, they're not the personality that, that likes to try new things or is curious yeah. about the world or is curious about themselves. It's difficult to hone in into something else. Yeah, because their whole life was on that one thing. That's all they know. And they're not interested in anything else. And then everything's just, yeah. So setting one long-term goal and only focusing on that, you know, just be careful because once you reach – once you reach that, you're going to have this now what moment, you know, and that's where the other sense, the other things that bring meaning is really, really important. You, you can't just have one thing alone. Um, absolutely, yeah. Many different things absolutely bring you meaning. It's not about having one thing. You're right. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Thank you for sharing that, Adrian. So that's okay. how did you find, how did you find this conversation and like, did it help you reflect in different ways or see things differently and, yeah, no, I, I really, really enjoyed it. I thought um, the topic was really interesting and it made me look into things. Um, and also listening to your perspective as well was really cool, seeing things from another angle, um, listening to someone else going through something similar. Um, <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I appreciate the opportunity. It's been really fun. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Get to Know You. If you enjoyed this podcast, rate, review, and share the podcast on Facebook or Instagram. You can tag me at Get to Know You with Tiffany Farrak. In my mission to open conversations and access deeper dialogue, I want to hear from you, listeners. The question again is, what is our role in life? Do we need purpose or meaning to have a healthier life? Leave an audio, video, or a message on the Facebook or Instagram page of your response to today's question, including your name and where you are from. We will include some different responses in next week's Get to Know You Cafe to further deepen dialogue on this topic. If you have any topics you would like us to discuss, be sure to tag me in a post with your question. Join us every Tuesday on Get to Know You.